0: A lot happened this week, but in addition to continuing HR 748, we're also going to be talking a little bit about the congressional battle to pass more COVID relief measures and COVID appearing in the first family with both Donald Trump and his wife Melania, both testing positive along with a couple other White House top aides and officials. You know what it is. Let's get started. This is. Lessons, lessons from, lessons the, from the, the screen, screen. John boy. <laughs> Welcome to Lessons from the Screen, the show where we give you a review of whether or not any information that you can get from any particular screen of any particular kind is worth your time. We waste all time, all our energy, and all brain power so that you don't have to. As always, Lessons from the Screen is sponsored by PAX, Inc., that's P-A-C-T-S-I-N-C, a black activist advocacy and think tank organization with the purpose of increasing the quality of life of black people in America through educational culture shift and economics. If you can check them out at paxinc.org, that's P-A-C-T-S-I-N-C go ahead leave a review leave a comment tell a friend to tell a friend check out the learning center books auditory things visual things all kinds of things for you to think about uh you know go over there surveys become a member subscribe leave a donation do what you can and always share this show with your friends share with your family and let's go ahead and jump right on into it as we continue hr 748 y'all So we only have two more shows to go in this series and then we are going to be all done unless uh, I extend it into a third show which is not something I'm thinking about doing right now but it is something that's on the table if I wanted a general closeout show or something like that but we only have a solid two more shows of actual content in HR 748 it's been a long journey but that journey is now coming to an end before we get started in HR748, I'm going to I'm going to sandwich it this go around and we're going to talk a little bit about the battle going on in Congress with Trying to figure out whether or not we should get more COVID related relief measures and what they should look like and how expensive they should be. And these conversations are largely shaping up along the same pattern as the last conversation, the last goal conversations that have been had, and pretty much every conversation since, where you have the house which is in control of the democrats being controlled by the democrats and they want to pass measures that they feel like focus on the social welfare of the nation the individuals a lot of social welfare programs being bolstered uh, a lot of stimulus packages in there for individuals to t- that's where you get all of these people talking about another check another round of checks coming from the government and all those things like that and then you have the republicans which are accounted for the most part split into two separate groups one separate group thinks we've done enough there's no need to do any more and another group feels like we do need to do more but they're more interested in doing things that they feel like will encourage people to get back into the economy uh, even though we're in the midst of what continues to be a pandemic Uh, it's not lightening up as a matter of fact over the recent weeks it's been getting worse but They want to do things to encourage people to go back to work, to encourage uh, corporations, businesses to open their doors, to encourage people to start purchasing and, and engaging in economic activity again. So those are the two schools of thought. And they both on both sides, on all sides, written their own pieces of legislation. And in terms of the House, they've actually passed. Various pieces of legislation that have virtually no chance of getting through the Republican Senate, but they're passing these things just to kind of make the case that these things that that they did something. They want to be able to say that they accomplished something, that they tried to do something, whether it actually came to fruition or not. Uh, They'll deal with that later as they undoubtedly will blame the Republicans for not passing the measures. And the Republicans are largely looking to do very similar things in the Senate. So that's that. Do I think there will be another round of legislation passed? Well, that depends on what happens. Uh, Honestly, at this point, I think it depends on what happens with the first family. With Donald Trump, Melania Trump, uh, Kellyanne Conway has been uh, said that she has it now. Hope Hicks was the one that they believe brought it into the White House. And that actually is a perfect segue. So I guess I'm not going to do the sandwich method. But with the with Donald Trump and his wife and top aides now coming down with COVID, I think a lot of what's going to come down the pipeline in terms of further assistance from the government to the American citizens is going to depend on how Donald Trump handles COVID. If he gets through it just fine with no problems whatsoever, it merges miraculously well, we're going to be dealing with a very different beast. Now, there has been some shocks to the system in terms of he can no longer claim that it's a Democratic hoax, something that he stopped doing long ago, but something that definitely had a major impact in the way that many Americans perceive the threat of the coronavirus. But if he if he gets through this thing fine, with no problems whatsoever, I don't know that the government will be behind I don't know that he will use his bully pulpit to push another round of reforms and that's just based off the fact that he's very narcissistic he's very central in his view and everything centers around him and his experiences and if his experiences with COVID aren't that bad then he isn't going to be one that's going to be encouraging the republican senators and this is his republican party to issue out more reforms you're likely going to, at that point also see him taking a more firm stance in terms of uh disagreeing with the doctors and the health specialists out there that are making various recommendations you're likely to see him begin to be more forward and more blunt with his criticisms of healthcare agencies and his own healthcare appointed officials and you are in addition to not never hearing the end of how he defeated the coronavirus which would be another story for him to tell similar to the story that he continues to tell about how he defeated hillary clinton uh you will never hear the end of it every rally every this every that and not only that but his fans and his supporters will become even more engaged and the the bluster and the bombast that is donald trump and those people that have succumbed to the coronavirus will probably be labeled as weak will probably be labeled as uh people that were already compromised people that were going to die anyways there'll be some spin on it that's negative in terms of the people that have already died from the coronavirus that will even further diminish the seriousness with which we should be taking this pandemic compared to uh, how we actually are taking this pandemic meaning to say and i know that was a very weird way to word that but what i'm saying is people will take it even less seriously. so if however he gets extremely sick heaven forbid he dies nobody wants him to die well some people do i don't want him to die but heaven forbid you know he dies but if he gets really really sick But still manages to pull through, provided that he is still in power when he pulls through. He hasn't been, you know, removed from office for being unable to do his job or voted out, whatever the case might be. If he gets really sick and he's still in power when he recovers, then we will be seeing, I believe, an administration that takes the virus a lot more seriously. And we will be seeing another round of COVID measures that will be just as big as this round that we're currently going through right now. So I think a lot of, right now, a lot of the future of the legislative piece of dealing with COVID is largely going to depend on the condition of President Trump and his wife and his top aides. So I think everything changed in terms of the legislative future of policies and release measures relief measures when he got sick there isn't much to say about him being sick outside of saying that i do think this is a lesson and this isn't on no political partisan you know anything like that but I do want people to take note that a lot of the people that are claiming that this thing isn't that serious and it's not that big of a deal. A lot of those people are getting infected. A lot of those people are getting sick. And there's a reason for that. That's because they're not taking it seriously. So I just want to harp on that. The need to take it seriously. I know a lot of people are under the impression now that everybody's going to get it regardless. That may or may not be true, but that doesn't mean we should just allow it to happen because one... Uh, It's been proven now that getting it does not confer permanent immunity, which means if we just accept that everybody's going to get it, then we have to accept that everybody's going to continue to get it and that it's just going to be a fact of life. And many of these people also don't believe in vaccinations, which means that they're open to just it being something similar to a regular flu. The part that's missing in all of that is this thing is a lot worse than a regular flu. It's a lot more deadly, a lot more dangerous than the regular flu even if it isn't killing you for a lot of people their lives are being permanently altered negatively where they're going to have to physically deal with the consequences of having caught this virus even though they're still alive and they survived it that's something serious and then you also run the risk of the virus mutating every time somebody catches it every time a cell explodes or a new replication process is started you increase the opportunity, or you introduce another opportunity for viral mutation that could increase the lethality of it, the contagiousness of it, or the mutability of it. None of those things are things that we want to happen. And now that it's appearing in the water supplies in the Great Lakes and in various colleges, it's been reported that it's showing up in the water supplies there we've got to take this thing more seriously we've got to stop pretending like it's not that big a deal even if you do believe that it's government sponsored it doesn't matter it's out here now we've got to start moving and taking steps to be serious about it that's all i'm gonna say on that so without further ado let's go ahead and jump into hr 748 starting with section 4 21 so section 4021 covers the credit protection during COVID-19 program and this section basically requires that entities that make a deal with someone regarding a payment arrangement need it because of COVID report to credit agencies that the person is current or whatever the status was before current or uh, before COVID happened. So basically they can't change your status. Whatever position you were in if you make a deal with an agency they have to keep you in that position Uh, and this applies as long as the person has or continues to honor the modified agreement and this section covers from january 31st 2020 through to 120 days after the end of the national emergency declaration section 4022 covers the foreclosure moratorium (laughs) and consumer right to request forbearance and this section allows borrowers with a federally backed mortgage to request and receive a 6-month forbearance with only re- with the only requirement being a certified statement of hardship caused directly or indirectly by covid and this forbearance period can be extended by another 6 months at the request of the borrower and can be shortened at any time also at the request of the borrower and it is initiated It also initiated a 60-day freeze on foreclosures starting March 18, 2020. That's over now. And forbearance, for those that don't know, is a process during which uh, borrowers can pay a reduced rate or make no payments at all. It's it's an agreement with the person that gave the loan. Uh, But interest still accrues as normal and the account must eventually be paid in full. It is not a forgiveness program. Now, Section 423 covers forbearance and residential mortgage loan payments for multifamily properties with federally backed loans. And this section provides multifamily home borrowers up to 90 days, 30 days the first time, with two 30 day extensions coming out to 90 days in total of forbearance. And borrowers refi- receiving forbearance may not evict or charge late fees to tenants for the duration of the forbearance period. And this section ends either at the end of the national emergency or December 31st, 2020, whichever occurs first. So then we move on to section 4024, which covers the temporary moratorium on eviction filings. And this section says that for four months after the enactment of this law, which is passed, again, landlords will block from initiating legal action to evict tenants or charge fees, penalties, or other charges to tenants related to non-payment of rent if the landlord's mortgage on that property was insured, guaranteed, supplemented, protected, or assisted in any way by a federal program. And I want to draw attention to these last three uh, sections because there was a lot spoken about these in the news and all over the place where people are saying you can't be evicted. And that isn't actually true. There were evictions happening during the pandemic. If you own your property outright, you can do whatever you want. The government can't stop you from doing what you want. What these sections essentially meant was that if you had a landlord who had a loan or if you yourself had a loan, that was federally backed by the government that was federally guaranteed by the government so we're talking about VA loans Sally Mae or Fannie Fannie Mae Uh, you're talking about all of these government programs that people can utilize to get houses if you or your landlord were a part of any of those you could not be evicted the process could not be initiated during the moratorium period now of course those are closed now but if your landlord was not in one of those programs or you yourself were not in one of those programs then if you were dealing with a dick they could kick you out that's just what it was so i wanted to clarify that and in that i think this is good i mean with a lot of these i have to constantly remind myself of the restrictions that the american government has to do certain things they can't necessarily tell private people what to do with their private property that's a double-edged sword you love it when there's nothing happening but when there's something happening it kind of you feel like nah man they should be able to but you kind of got to remember that there isn't always something happening and that you know those are the steps to a government assuming absolute power so um i like it but at the same time i don't like it i also don't like it because it wasn't long enough i felt like the moratoriums on evictions and all of those things should have lasted for the duration of the declared emergency if we're being totally honest 90 days here four months there that's just not enough in my opinion that's not enough time uh, especially if the conditions for people still haven't changed now and i know in a lot of cases some people have bumped into landlords that were willing to hear them out or are dealing with banks and other entities that are willing to work with them but in a lot of cases that's not the case in a lot of cases people are anxious to get certain other people out of their properties for various reasons some of them legit some of them not so i don't i just don't feel like it was long enough the moratorium was long enough so moving on to section 4025 protection of the collective bargaining agreement this section basically says that no government agency or government personnel can condition the issuance of a loan or guarantee on an eligible businesses entering into negotiations with labor unions this makes sense i don't necessarily i can't say i like it but i don't not like it but it makes sense you you can't strong-arm people into assistance that they need but i do feel like they should have made government or corporations over a certain size be able to prove that they needed the assistance something that has not been done thus far with any of these uh legislations especially the ones talking about uh, corporate access to assistance funds personnel people have been required in certain instances to require to to show their need Um, especially people applying for the PPP, small entities have been required to show their need or to at least be able to show income prior to what they had going on last year. And if you didn't have nothing going on last year because you started your business, then you know you were in a difficult place. You could still get funds, but you were in a kind of difficult place. Uh, But a lot of the resources that we've seen made available for corporations as a part of this, this act have been made with the uh, prohibition or with the regulation that they prove the need has been stripped, that proof of need has been removed. So, I do have an issue with that. But, all in all, like I said earlier, we got eight sections to go. Tell me what you think, tell me what's going on. I do think I'll take a, a small bit of time at the end of the last show to. Kind of talk about overall impact that this thing has had on black people, not just uh, COVID, but in this piece of legislation as a whole, uh, because I've kind of gotten into just explaining what's happening and not really giving my take on it from the black community perspective. And I did that just so we could get through it. I knew this would be a long, a long series uh, because this is a big piece of legislation. So uh, I figured I'd save the bulk of my opinions on various things for the end and it's not going to be that much actually it'll probably only be an additional 2 or 3 minutes at the end of the last show but let me know what you think let me know how you feel about it let me know how you feel about the first family catching COVID let me know how you feel about uh HR 748 let me know how you feel about the legislation op- options and opportunities that are being passed and I will see you next week this is Lessons, Lessons from, the, from the, screen. the screen John boy John. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening to the show to the podcast i hope you enjoyed it i hope you always enjoy it remember you can check out all of the shows all of them are going to be only found on the freedom train network that's www.freedomtrainradio.com and that goes again for all of the shows um, on the network you can only find all of the shows available for all of the shows on the network on freedom train website www.freedomtrainradio.com so go there and check them out Uh, you only get the latest 25 shows i believe on the podcast directories uh so check us out show support for all of the shows we have shelby's world enigma self hour uh, the fix sports podcast uh freedom train podcast series and all of the other shows that are around uh, definitely go and show them love as for this show in particular you can check us out support us on patreon.com uh, that's www.p-a-t-r-e-o-n backslash lfts that's patreon.com backslash lfts and there you can drop us you can show support by uh, sponsoring the show giving us money every month giving us money per episode uh, and just letting us know that you support us and by doing such things you allow us to be able to spend more time creating and composing the shows shows like this series and shows like a lot of the series that we do take a lot of time to put together we're talking about hours upon hours upon hours of research and it'd be nice to be able to take the time to do those shows and do them correctly the way we really want to do them and also to be able to do them more frequently because a lot of these shows should probably be done a lot more frequently frequently so love you see you next week hope you have fun